Beautiful Radio Shack microphone. <laughs> How about you? Can you guys talk? Check, check. Yeah, I mean. One, two, three, four. Check, one, two. Oh my god, this beautiful fucking. <laughs> Testing, one, two. Is anybody out there? You know what I mean? Dynamic. Be up on it. I could always gain. Harlem, 1976. We out here game. Skate key One, two, three, four Yeah, I can Timberlands. just raise the, raise the uh, Air You don't max. have to be that close You don't have to be that close Yankee hats You move back Let me yeah, just yeah. Nah. Make you place it someplace Let's uh, keep it like this And then let's uh, Let's record like a minute We are recording now oh, record, Okay, and then just yeah. listen right back now. To see, Let's see yeah. what this sounds like You Let's know Check this out, man we out here, 2017. It's surreal. It's fuego. It's whatever you want it to be, but anything but fake. Number real. No fake news. We don't believe in that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Trump with a big fat. I can't say it. It's kids in the room. You know? It's okay. We're doing this mad ghetto. This sounds great. This <laughs> is great. Yo, your microphone sounds like. <laughs> It sounds like it's 1986. Ten year old just making a recording. Yeah. Yo, it's Don't 19. Tell my mom. It's 1986, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, on my yeah. end. I'm, yeah. I'm adjusting volumes and levels. Do you remember that we found that tape? Stranger Things soundtrack. Which tape? <laughs> it was a tape when I was like 10 years old and I had this tape recorder and I used to pretend that I had like a show and I'd be just by myself. Yeah. We're doing this show. Yeah. <laughs> recording yeah, this shit. Sounds like it's great. Yeah, we're doing it, man. This is great stuff. You guys, uh, I'm picking up, I'm trying to pick up your level. This audio is horrible. It's, uh, it's feeding back off of those speakers, too. We don't need the speakers. That's fine. Is it picking up? Are you getting, like, levels? I can just put on the headphones and make sure that you're getting levels. You guys can just talk. Should have brought headphones too. I know that wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't have been able to use them. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, this is Mad levels. Ghetto. It's 1986. <laughs> <laughs> so so this good. is like some Bobby and Stretch Armstrong type shit. No. Stretch and Bobby, oh, ghetto, no ghetto sounding I was shit. In, that was in a studio at a radio, little radio studio. No, I know. Hey, we work with what we got. Those man. guys are legends, man. We we can't compete with them. We just want to compete. We want to give our that. own little, you know what I mean? Our own little flavor and twist on it. Yeah, fuck it, man. Anyway, <laughs> we out here. It's uh, your man Fuego, your man Surreal. What's going you know on? Man? We actually recording this yeah, live in my live. kitchen in Queens. Queens. Shout to Queens. Queens. We got a special guest this evening, this yeah, afternoon, yeah. I should say. Ladies and gentlemen, he's well known to me. He's Name not that guy. well known, but I mean, he's, he's family, you know what I'm saying? So he's we well want to give much a me. shot, to, you know, a chance to shine on the show, My even dude. though we don't have no no listeners yet. It's our first show, but hey, yeah. we are here, we live. Yeah, but, we have um, Ed Ape in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Ape. 
hand clap. Can we get some hand clap going? Yeah, I was expecting it to be like a little. I thought when I saw the MPD, yeah. I thought you were gonna have like you know a little button right there. Oh, man. I thought you had some samples. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Chris, why did we? When I saw that? the MPD, I'm like, oh man, he's gonna. All right, he's got. They got. They got to go on. We're not at that. We're not at that. But you know what? We're at a point in our career of the show. We're, we're taking feedback, so that that means a lot to us. <laughs> you know, the point. Move forward with that. Thirty seconds you know into I mean? the show. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. fucking you guys Absolutely. suck. Well, you listen, I'm horrible. very. It, it is. It's it's horrible. Yeah, you guys thought this out zero. <laughs> <laughs> this one's got a snowball. He's got a fucking. Your first guest had to bring. I had to bring my own mic as my first guest. I had to fucking walk back to back and forth to my house three times to get my, to get my own microphone to the show. <laughs> All right, so this is going to be Ed Ape's last appearance on the show. Yeah. <laughs> First and last. You know, I'm using a, a 1985 Radio Shack microphone. It sounds great. Chris sounds like great. he's in a cellar in the basement. <laughs> it sounds great. Fucking drinking. It's great. Yeah, it's but uh, but, but I, I'm happy that I'm your first guest. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because Absolutely. it's nice to be the first. It's nice to be somebody's first. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's it's fair. nice to be someone. Yeah. I was never, I don't think I was ever anybody's first. As a kid, like, you know, you have your first girlfriend and, like, she was my first fuck. But, like, he fucked, he was my first fuck. I don't think I was ever anybody's ever first. Uh, I mean, that's an interesting conversation. I mean, I'm, are you yeah. mom's first kid? I'm on my, I'm my mother's there first you go. kid. You're yeah. first. Yeah. You go. You're doing you it, kid. man. Right. Boom. Well, I'm your, I'm your guys first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? happy to have you. So Ed, why don't you tell us a little bit about your career, what you've done, what you're looking to do, you know, just fill, fill anybody listening in on who you are and like what you're looking forward to. Okay. Uh, my career is like spotty and fucking, it's like, it's like a list of uh, failures that, uh, <laughs> and uh, so that, you know, they say you learn from your failures. So I know a lot. I learned a lot. And uh, I mean, basically, I just grew up in New York as a, a hip hop kid, and I started rapping when I was young. And when I was rapping, then I wanted to make beats because I didn't like the beats of anybody I was meeting around. So I started making my own beats. And then when I started making my own beats and I'm rapping on them, then I was paying for studio time. I didn't want to do that anymore. So I started to get some equipment to record myself. And through that process, I really fell in love with engineering and producing. So I interned in studios when I was a kid. Um, I interned in some really cool studios when I was real young and worked with some like big artists like you know as the guy that like runs it gets beer you know what I mean like okay yeah but at least you were there you were doing it right Yo, Chris, yeah, your it. mic sounds like shit and you got the phone ringing in the fucking podcast okay that's great it's all good this, this is when you're keeping it real you know you're keeping it real this is when keeping it real goes right I need you to keeping get your levels right yeah. I mean oh, I like what you're doing I'm trying. So I'm working on you. I can't understand a thing you're saying. Really? Hold on a second. I, I got the levels rocking right Is now. Is it staticky still? No. It's, it's far. It sounds game. like it sounds like he's far away. It's just the it's just the input on the on the focus right. I got it. Okay. It's cool. We're good. Alright. So I continue? What were we saying? Yeah, so I was interning in studios and then uh, I went to school to be an engineer. And then I started working as an engineer. And mostly I was working for a, basically a songwriting house. Just got it. Uh, he represented uh, songwriters and producers. 
And uh, so he added this little, like, it was the crappiest studio ever. That was the fucking, that made our setup here today at the first, at the maiden voyage Look, of, like a fucking professional setup. Concrete reps <laughs> look like the fucking hit factory. Yeah. It was, it was his basement oh. in his building, because he had money, so he owned his building. It was a basement in his building that, first off, the gear was, it was like, it was less than, I mean, it was about like what you would see in like somebody's bedroom. You know what I mean? He had a 002 and a couple of small speakers, like maybe, you know, just a little bit swankier than what we got going on right here. It was like, it was real ratchet. No, I wasn't getting paid any money at all. Any money at all. Nothing. Homie was living there like a bum. And I was living there. You were living there. Right? So, on the couch. Which he had picked up out of the garbage. Which is great. Out of somebody's garbage and never cleaned it. Huh, so so it was sleeping on the street. How filthy was that fucking couch? It was disgusting. I it fell asleep on that couch. Disgusting. So yeah. I used to, I used to, I used to bring. Somebody probably smashed on that couch. You fell oh, a bunch of people smashed yeah. on that couch. I fell asleep when I slept on that couch every night. And I used to, go, I used to wear a hoodie every day. Yeah. It was great. So I could, when I was at night, you know, if I just fucking pull the hoodie up over my face, and my face didn't have to touch any part of the couch. It's crazy, Whatever. man. And it was na- It was really, it was really nasty. But it was a cool place because. I got to, at first I was just doing shit for free, and basically the trade was, I engineer sessions for free. He had a bunch of producers that he repped that didn't live in New York, yeah. and he wanted to get New York songwriters to come in and work for them, and he needed somebody to record them. Great. So I did that stuff, and in return, I got this place to work out of. Even though it was a crappy studio, I got to work out of there the rest of the time. The rest of the time was mine. I could do whatever I wanted. I could run projects. So Ed, real quick, you're up and become, up and become an artist, right? Yeah. Um, if you had a chance to work with any artist, right, that you're inspired by, that you just feel like intrigued by, just any of them, any artist you want to work with, who would that be and why? I don't know. Anybody? That's an honest, that's an honest answer. I don't know. I mean, well, it could be anybody in the industry that you respect. Nobody, it nobody now. It can be like now. a producer or it can be like, you know, somebody in the industry that you feel has some kind of like appeal that is kind of like in line with what you're trying to do. Potential, you know. Somebody that's out, out there already. I mean, I would really like to work with everybody, honestly. Like, yeah. So whose style is more closely aligned with what you want to do? Like, who do you think is like, they would hear your music and you would hear theirs and be like, yo, we're on the same page. Like, we kind of like vibe. You know? I don't know. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. I really don't know. I mean, I know artists that I like, and I like probably some of the same artists that most dudes my age like in hip-hop right now. Like, I like Kendrick, and I like, um, you know, I like, uh, I don't know, who the fuck else do I like? Uh, Like, there are a lot of kids that, like, I like Tyler, and I like Earl, and I like a lot of them, but... Yo, funny enough, I met Earl on the train. Did you? Yeah. I was on the train, and um, I was J-Train in Brooklyn. I guess, I don't, let me not say the stop. I don't want to jam him up. But I was there, and it's like, he was on the train. And I saw him, and, and I was like, am I eyes deceiving me? Like, is this really Earl's right. shirt on the J-Train? On J-Train, I, I walked up, and I was like, yo, Earl, that shit? He's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I was like, Earl, like, where you been? And why you not making no more music? I haven't. He's like, yeah, I still make music. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, so um, why don't you rap the same way you used to? I really enjoyed your old stuff. It's in the freezer. 
And you know what he told me? He was like, bro, I don't want to rap about raping people anymore. I'm like, alright, Earl. Like, I understand, but it wasn't all about raping people. It was about your flow, your style. You was dope. I compare him to like a young Nas, you know, when I first heard this shit. But hey, at the end of the day, man, we all evolve and change, but you want to stay focused. You want to be able to like find your center, know who you are, be who you are, stay consistent, you know. But um, yo. so you don't like the newer stuff that he did. What was his last project? His last no project idea. name was That's I don't problem. like shit. I have no idea. It was called I don't like project. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. I don't, I don't like outside. the white man. <laughs> Yo, y'all should see Surreal holding a microphone right now. He looks like he's Bob Saget yeah. on fucking he's America's Not yeah. Funniest he's Home Videos. He's holding it like way at the <laughs> bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys take the mic. He's holding it at the shaft, you know what I'm saying? Get that. Mind you, we're recording this live in my kitchen with the sound of the refrigerator, yeah. the table, the bottle, the ice. That's how we do That's it. That's the ice in my cup. I'm about to get a refill. It's live. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of feel funny like saying who I would like to work with because to be honest, I don't fucking like to work with anybody, man. That's like, real. That's like, real. you know, like I, I could sit around and say, yes, I want to work with the fucking greatest rappers in the industry right now, but it's who the fuck doesn't want to work with the popping. So, ladies and gentlemen, just artists. to clarify, Ed not only um, is an artist, but he's also a producer. So he does artist slash producer work. So um, you have a bunch of options as far as like what it is you want to do and who you want to do it with. So maybe it sounds like you're more interested in getting your voice heard and your I am heard much more interested versus, than that. Yeah. Know, well, that's the whole that's the whole yeah, concept of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. Fine. that's completely fine. We're, I'm glad to hear that. You know, because I think that today it's very. Um, rare for to hear artists really want to fight for their truth it's almost like the new nba you know like all these cats are trying to like you know make super teams and like join with other cats to try to like just nobody wants to stand shit. on their own and battle yeah. for the fucking back in the, the old throne. days when you wanted your your chip you wanted your chip for you you didn't want it for yeah, it wasn't just about know, i got a million chips because yeah. i did whatever i could yeah. anything corny to get it right I and fucking stayed nothing, and battled with this team, and we got two chips. So we got one. Nothing. That's what makes Michael Jordan better than Will Chamberlain. I know people don't like to say it, but at the end of the day, Mike had that will to win where it was just him against the world. Will was great, but he had a lot of help along the way doing it as well. I'm not taking anything away from him because he has the most chips individually. Right. But Mike is always going to be that staple, at least in my eyes as that gold standard because he went to six finals and he came home with the chip every time but you know that's enough sports it's not a he sports show he also had a great but, support you know. system there too though yeah yeah but, but I mean yeah, I mean they were, what did they do without him I'm just saying what, oh, well, well, what you do with, with, without any star player <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying what would any team you know, do without their star player they should figure it out they'd go find another star to yeah. lead the team yeah. but you need the team is important though yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. when it comes down at the end of the day to hip hop and your team and what's behind <laughs> you. You know, like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the shit that comes through. And then, you know, God, it's crazy. You know? Yeah. Yo, we got to get those sounds though, man. I need those sounds on the MPD here. And all of that. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, yo, we're doing the <laughs> testing, man. I'm using equipment from 1986. Yeah. You know, we here now. We doing it, man. We doing it. 
Yo, so what do you, since you're so, you know, musically driven, what do you watch on TV? Like, if you watch or internet, whatever. What do I watch? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just finished watching the, the season of Game of Thrones. Ooh. Oh, you guys can talk about that. I'm not on that yet, but you guys can buy it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you not watch Game of Thrones? Like, how, I, I don't just even don't understand. Find it, I never found it interesting. What do you mean you don't find it interesting? Did you watch it? You watched I the saw episode? the first episode and I was and like, I'm good. With the, with the brother and sister having sex and they had a kid and he was the oh, king wow. and they, they lied to the real king and it wasn't their son and yeah. it was, I was like, I'm I good. Hear I get, I watched the first season and then I, then I, and then I, and then I watched a few of the episodes from the second season and I stopped watching. Mm. Cause I was like, you know what, this is, I can't. It just got to be too much. At first, it just yeah. got to be like, it's too much. I yeah, there's a million people's lives in here, and I just started to not to give a fuck. Like we're just being introduced to more and more people that I don't care about. But then what happened was somebody told me about that episode with the red wedding when they when they killed everybody at the yeah. wedding, and I watched it, and that was so gangster. It made me go back and like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this show yeah. again. And then I got back into it, but I, but I feel like they they stretch the shit out a little too much. Like we basically have known. Since like three or four episodes in, what this show is gonna be? And yeah, what I the mean, shit is gonna be? We're gonna we're gonna have to fight beyond the wall. This little bitch is gonna build an army and come back yeah. and take it, and, yeah, yeah. The, and everybody's gonna be at war for the crown. And we've been seeing the same, the foreshadowing from this from the first season. And I feel like every season I'm watching and waiting for the bitch to come back. Like, is she gonna make it back this season? When is this little bitch gonna come and start, these dragons gonna start breathing fire? Yeah. When is it gonna happen? And every season I got gas. I'm like, well, how much, they can't, can they really stretch it out another season without her going back there? But they wind up doing it. Like this season, I swore this was gonna be the last season. Yo, I swear these guys that make Game of Thrones are making money off parallels of things that happen in real life. Oh, like, yeah. You know, they're looking at the world change and like the climate and like all these different like environmental factors that we face and they're just like painting them into like dragons and like, you know, fire breathing ones at that. And like ice walk, white walkers and like all this wild shit. It's crazy though. Like I love to see it because it's like, it, it's it's something that captivates you and it has you coming back for more every single time. Um, but I wonder like, is it really worth it? You know, you see how like Cyril just I'm not like turned it off and he yeah. didn't really do it. Is it really worth it? You know. And my answer is yes. I fucking love Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Though, you guys, I, are I, 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 I wish it. I think they could. I think you they could have tied it all up. Nerds. Yo, but shout to HBO because HBO is on some run that is like magical from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, no, you know, HBO the Wire. Sure. No, I'm not gonna front. I'm not dissing HBO. I just don't um, think Game of Thrones. That's, just that's not cool. My, you don't, you don't like Game of Thrones. That's cool. But I do know a show that Surreal likes and. Yeah. That is Insecure. Ooh. That's a good show. Do you yeah. watch Insecure? I don't watch Mr. Insecure. Ed a. Oh. You don't watch Insecure? This is like coffee okay. talk. Is it because it's black and you're not? <laughs> it's because it's because it's a black girl. Yeah. And, and it's also because I watched, I got sucked whoa, into whoa, whoa, watching. Whoa, was that racist? What do you mean it's because it's a black girl? You want to elaborate on I'm that? I'm a white man, yes. and this is a show about a black girl. Chris. And there's what, what, not that the, much the, I hold can on, do hold to on. identify for the, with her. For the record, just so the audience, for the viewers know, Fuego is a black man, you know what I mean? Ed Ape is not a black man. Surreal is the blackest man in the whole <laughs> world. <laughs> Surreal has a black Power. soul. But Power. by, so by does, blood. So does that ape. That ain't too. That ain't too. Listen, 
But by but by color skin, Surreal looks well, you know wait, a little lighter. This isn't a racist thing. It's I know not, what he's I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I know yeah. what he, no, it has nothing to do with racism. Right. It's just a chick show. Yeah. We're hooked on it. He's not interested, which is fine. Well, and here's the other reason: yeah. is because I got sucked into girls. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I I kind of didn't like myself because like I like I wound up seeing an episode by accident, and then I watched yeah. another one, and I was just like I watched the whole shit. Okay. And I was just like I don't want to have room in my life for another chick show. Okay. No, I, I don't want to follow you. the. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to go through another. I don't want to do it to myself. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Now, here's here's how I feel about Insecure. I think Insecure is a show that opens up a window into a portal that a lot of people may not see unless they were in like some sort of a um, you know urban relationship, you know. And I think that it opens up a conversation for different people to to talk about that window that they never saw before. And even for people that have gone through it, to have like a... Well, gone through what? Uh, Tell me what... I don't even, so I don't even me, understand. Me, I, know, I know you don't watch it. The only that. thing I know yeah. about the show is she's a young chick yeah. in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Dating. Okay. That's all I know. Yeah. So check it out. So it's great. Long story short, she goes through everyday things and her friend circle go they go through things and they tell her about it and you get to see it and you get to kind of like judge and think what would you do in that situation so let's say for example mm. one of her friends was dating a dude right she liked the dude he was making significantly less money than her right but the dude came and told her you know they were talking one day and she said oh yeah i had like a situation in college where i had a girl girl experience but it was nothing long term. It was just like a quick thing in college, right? Uh-huh. So he says to her, "Yeah, I had the same thing." And but she's like, "What? What do you mean?" Right. He was with a dude for a second, you know, and he was like, "It was nothing. It was just like a quick, like a college thing. It never happened again. I'm not gay." But now you have to ask, like, damn, if you like somebody and then they told you that, you know, what would you do? You know what I'm saying? Or do you think that's acceptable? Well, if I don't think that I can you know accurately I mean? answer that question because I'm not a chick. I and this is what I'm saying about that show. I understand, show. but this is what I'm saying. If you're with your girl right. and your girl sees that, you know what I mean, and that's a question that may would have come up. Like, what would you do? You know what I'm saying? What would be your perspective? Because I feel like in life is all about perspectives and understanding other people's viewpoints. So being in there, even though you know I'm a straight man, I've never experienced anything like that. But <clears> it's still interesting to see that kind <laughs> of. Like, Wait a that was so the, the, wor- that was the worst place. Up, that was the worst place ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever in the history. Of- ever, 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 ever. ever. Uh, That's not what I heard, honey, uh, child. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's not funny. It's funny. This is my drink. Thanks right. for my drink. You got it. Right. Okay. So I get it. So long story short, I brought well, that you, up. What do you? I brought that up to say. What's everybody's feelings on that huh? in particular? I mean, me specifically, I feel like if you have a experience with a man sexually, you're gay. Like, I don't think that. I mean, you might be bi, maybe, but there's no. I just had that bite. Like, if you went through with it and you finished and like whatever, that's it. Like you are officially you you enjoyed that you know what i'm saying that's who you are and nothing's wrong with that embrace that that's who you are this conversation's going it. really to the left he that? asked me so i it's you know I'm just, I'm just keeping right. it a thousand like in today's day and age you have to accept people for who they are and let them be themselves 
But at the same time, like, you need to be real with yourself and accept who you are. I think that there are... I think that there's a gay slider. I think that it's very rare that someone is either 100% not gay or 100% gay. I think that there's a gay slider. Yeah, it's called bi. No, no, no. Bi is is right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that's the middle. Like, if there's negative 100 to be gay and positive 100 to be not gay, zero is bi. But I think... Like, there's plenty of chicks. But by being bi, you're gay. I mean... I okay, that's fine. But you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a... But there's a... You know... Like, there are... I think it's that there are gay girls, dudes... Girls can, like, have experiences and it's like... I don't know. It's just... It's more you know, accepted I, I, in society. I, think, I don't think you know? I've met a girl that hasn't had... Yeah. ...a gay experience. Like, yeah, me too. Well, maybe one or two. It's a great experience. Absolutely. For the woman. I love to watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For the woman. <laughs> Get that straight, yeah. I mean, the alcohol slowing my brain down a little bit, but it's a great experience. Yeah, we all get drinking. We having a good time. Yeah, my, my, my dude, this is you know, this is this is why the show is called Concrete Rep because Concrete we're in the kitchen recording all this in Queens, sketchy, talking okay. about all kind of wild shit because that's how we do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, we're poor guys Yo, just trying to make. Can it I happen. can I bring up one more thing though? So <laughs> I have a um, a coworker, right? To I'm not gonna say where I work with her at. I have a few jobs, so you know I work with her somewhere. But long story short, um, she was dating a guy, and um, she said that she's been with a guy, and she's been with him for about a few months now. She said since she started having sex with a guy, she's never ever used a condom once. Nice. The guy told her in the middle of the night that he was sleeping with somebody else. She started crying, she started getting emotional, and he said that... This is somebody you work with? Yeah, somebody I work with, at one of my jobs, yeah. Um, So yeah, so I was like, yo, that's kind of crazy. I'm like, so what happened? You end up staying with him? And she was like, no, I broke up with him. Um, But I said, so you gonna be with him again or not? She was like, I'm just waiting for him to give me like a real apology. And I'm like, a real apology? Like, so... I'm just wondering, like, is this like life imitating art or art imitating life? Like, do these girls really, really get so emotionally attached to where it's like they can't separate the concept of um, of emotionally attaching themselves to like understanding what's clear and what's true in front of them? Like, if a guy is cheating on you, you know what I'm saying, and like he's telling you he's cheating on you. What more could you want? Like, <laughs> you want him to, like, get on his knees and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know. I just feel like she I've been in a place where... She just wants... She just wants... She's hurt. Yeah. And she wants to see him, you know, humble himself a little bit more before she decides to give him some again. Yeah. That's all. She's very hurt, and she wants to see him do something that... Let's her know that he understands how much he's hurt her. Obviously, he doesn't care. He's telling her. Not necessarily. Straight up. I, don't I don't think know. that's necessarily true. What do you think? I'm, I don't know. Women are crazy creatures. <laughs> you know. I mean, everybody's crazy. Yeah, She's I mean, a female. Everybody's crazy. Women mm-hmm. are crazy creatures. I mean, you know, and the I, emotions evolve. You know, a lot of shit changes the situation. Yeah. You know, she probably felt in her heart that that was the one because when a woman has sex with a man without a condom, that's like making it official, kind of, in, in their mind. 
Yeah. I mean, that's how I see it. But other than that, does she know, have a? Does she have a? He said he loved. He said. She said that he told her he loved her within a week. Wow, that's And did she say it back? I, I don't think so, not at first. But. Oh my god. But she also said that she's never been faithful to anybody in a relationship, but she's been faithful to him. Alright, so that's just, well, so, so this, look, there's absolutely nothing wrong with what's going on here. This is a chick that's been around the block, she's never been faithful to anybody, and now it's happened to her, and she's willing to accept the person back into her life and forgive because she's been there. But she just wants to see him say, I'm sorry, one more good time. It's a big deal. So go ahead, dude. If you're hearing this, which you might not be, but maybe you are, say you're sorry one nice time. Show up with some roses, maybe a couple of crocodile tears. Just do something to let the lady know, if you care, that you know you hurt her really bad and you, you're sorry you did that. And you'll be cool. Ladies and gentlemen, love advice from Ed A. Once again, yes, Man, it's great, man. It's great to be alive. It's great to be here, man. You know, we're all involved in music. You know, yet is very ghetto, but fuck it. You know, keeping it a thousand. We out here in these Queen streets. You know, surreal yeah. and fuego. Our show episode one. We live. You know what I'm saying? Let's end it here with a yeah. with a friendly goodbye. Glad to have y'all. You know what I'm saying? Stay we'll tuned. Episode two coming soon. Yeah, maybe. We'll see yeah, how it hopefully. Goes. We maybe, might get canceled. Maybe we'll sound better. It might. We talk hella shit. Man. Fuck you too, bitch. Yeah.